Welcome everyone to the Oveh Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Dalit and Beta. We will begin on Daf Gimel Amud Bet at the bottom of the page, where it says Hani Chelavish Lakish. Um, we today's Daf is a zechut for our our sponsor Daniel. He should have success in everything that he does. Uh, the bottom of Dav Gimel Amud Bet. First one line, Hani Chalib Lakish. Okay, now, we were talking about an egg, and we said there was a brighter that said that if the egg got mixed, the egg that was laid on Yom Tov, was mixed with other eggs. The bright dad said that it's not batel. Okay? And we're trying to understand why it should not be batel. After all, it's only Asuma de Rabbanan, according to at least Rabbi Yitzchak and Rav Yosef. They both said it was Gezerah de Rabbanan, so it should be batel. So we say we said now that there was a machlok at Rish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan about Rav Meir. Rav Meir had said that certain things are never batel. Sorry. Rav Meir had said that that called them an you know? And the Chachamim had said that things are never batel, but everything else can be batel. Now, why Rav Meir says this law was machloket Rish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan had said things that are always sold by the numbers are the things that will never be batel. And Rish Lakish had said that it's things that are usually counted. So if you go like Rish Lakish, things that are usually counted are never batel. So we understand why the eggs are not batel, because eggs are usually counted. They're rarely sold in a pile uncounted. They're usually sold counted. So since they're counted objects, they're too important to be batel according to Rish Lakish. But according, right? But according to Rabbi Yochanan, who says it always has to be counted, eggs aren't always sold by the count. Sometimes they're not. And therefore, how will he explain our brighter that said that the egg that's laid on Yom Tov is not patel? Says the Gemara, Amar Papa. So our Papa says, Haitana Tana The brighter, the Tana of the brighter is not Remeir or the Chachamim. It's a different brighter. The, the brighter of, 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 the, of the litra of dried figs. Who's that? Well, first I'll tell you what he says, then we'll quote the rabbi. Da'amad, he says, He says, things that are counted, usually counted, even Rabbanan, even if it's only Asumah Rabbanan, it's not Batel. In our case, it's Deoraita, because the egg is a terefa. That's not, because we learned, Litra If you have a litra, which is a certain amount, of dried figs, which was truma, and truma is not supposed to be eaten. Okay, and you you pressed it into the mouth of a mold. The way it was, they used to take all the dried figs and press them into a round mold and make something called igule devela, rounded pressed figs. So you took a, a truma one and you stuck it into the mold with all the other regular figs. 
You have all these molds, and you don't know which one has the truma in it. So the top of one of these molds has one truma fig in it, and you don't know what to do. Okay, you put it on top of a of a, of a barrel, and you don't know which barrel you put it you push it into. You put it into a basket. You don't know which basket you pressed it into. What do you do in all these cases? It's either the top of a. It's in the top of either an igul or a cask or a basket. What do you do? Remeir claims is a machloket. Remeir the Tana is claiming that two other tanim are arguing. Which two tanim? He says, you look at the top ones as if they're separated from the, from the mouth. They're all on the top. But you look at the ones that are on top as if they're mixed in. And if you, you can count the bottom ones to batel the top ones, which means you need a hundred times the fig to batel. Now, even though, Remeir says, that even though on the tops there aren't a hundred figs, and you know you press the fig into the top, so technically you should know that the tops are no good, and you should have to cut the tops off and only eat the bottom. But Remeir says, no, we look at the bottoms and tops as if they're mixed, and therefore it's all batel, and as long as you have a hundred in the whole igul, it's okay. That's Remeir. Rabbi Lezid Omer, no, that's if there are a hundred mouths there, it means if there are a hundred different eggs on the mouth, uh, figs on the mouth, ya'alu, then they're batel. Okay? The imla, but if there aren't a hundred figs in the mouth, it's only fifty figs on the mouth, then hapumim asu, the ones on the mouth are asur, because you know you put it in the mouth, so it should be no good. But the ones on the bottom are mutad, you can eat the ones on the bottom, you can't eat the ones on the top. Okay? That is the opinion according to a mayor. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Lezer Omer, Im Apumim Yalu. Rabbi Lezer says what Rabbi Yeshua just said, that if there's a hundred in the mouth, it's, it's good. Otherwise, the tops are sore, the bottom of mutar. That's what Rabbi Yeshua had said before. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, I feel Yalu. He holds it's never patel, even if there's 300 on the top, there's never patel. Why not? He's a strict one over here. Why does he say that? Because he says, since you could notice them, therefore we're strict and we don't let it. So we want to claim that the the bright that we said before about the egg, where he said it's not batel, it's not batel, is going like this Rabbi Yeshua, who's strict and doesn't let. Let's finish the brighter. Dar sab igul, if you pressed it into a igul. You don't know which, which eagle you put it in. Everyone says it's okay. What do you mean? That was the machloket. This is what the writer ended off meant to say. If you pressed it into the, into the mold. But you don't know where in the mold you put it. In the top, in the middle, or the bottom. Right? Mm-hmm. Or, or the north or the south side of it. Well, then everyone agrees it works, because you really don't know where it is. It's only when, when it's on the it's on the top where it's a problem. So it says the Gemara. Okay, that is the answer. So we're explaining now so far that the original egg that we said was not patel is going like this opinion of Rabbi Yeshua.
according to Rehuda. Now we're going to have a new answer why this egg is no good in, when it's mixed in. Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says no. Le'olam safek yom tov safek chol. Really, the egg is, we're not sure when the egg was born. If it was on yom tov or chol. Since it's something that's going to be mutar after Yom Tov, there's a rule that anything that's going to be mutar later is never batil now. And therefore, since this egg could just be weighted, and if you wait with the egg, you could eat it later, therefore it's never batil now, that's why it's not batil. Even with the Rabbanan laws. Okay? Now, Yes. Now, so far we have the four opinions of Nachman, Rava, Rabbi Yosef, and Rabbi Yitzhak. Now, all that was explaining Bet Hillel. Okay? Bet Hillel is the one who, if you look on top, says it's Asur to eat the egg. What about Bet Shammai? Says the Gemara. Tanya, we learned in the Brayta. Acherim omrim mishum rabbi Eliezer. Betza teachel hi vi'ima. Not only could you eat the egg, you can eat the egg and its mother. The chicken. But my Askina, what are we talking about? If we're talking about a, a chicken that's set aside to eat, of course you can eat both of them. Why not? Right? Everyone knows that. If you if you hold like Betchamai, so of course it's gonna be allowed. Now but if it's talking about a, a, a chicken that's set aside to lay eggs, they should both be asur. It means that you could eat it because of the mother, which means if you actually eat the mother, then you can eat the egg. How does that work? How does that work? We're talking about a case where you bought a chicken Stam, without deciding what you want to do with it. Whether you want to put it in the chicken coops to lay eggs, or you want to shecht it. Okay? If you end up slaughtering the mother, that showed that the animal was waiting to be slaughtered. And then, and then, then you can eat the egg. If you didn't end up slaughtering it, that means you want it for the chicken coop to lay eggs. And if so... That means, it's for, that means it's for laying eggs, and then you won't be able to eat the egg. So if you bought a chicken, so the case was that you bought a chicken stam, and if you slaughtered the mother, when we said you could eat it with the mother, it means if you slaughtered the mother, that shows that she was a shechting one, and if you don't, it shows that she was a laying one. That's one way to understand the brayta, okay? That says that you could eat it with the mother. Ramari Amar, when we said you could eat it with the mother, we were just telling you an exaggeration. Meaning, we wanted to say, really, of course, the mother could be eaten. Because it's lachila. And we're just telling you the egg could be eaten, even the mother. So, but, but really, the mother was obvious. Okay. Diktani, like we see, the time was learned somewhere else. Acharim omri mishum rabbi lezer betzatochal hivi mavafrochu klipato. You could eat the egg, him and its mother, 
and the chicken can be eaten with the shell. Mike, what's the shell? If it means eat the shell itself, can anyone eat the shell? Right? You can't eat the shell. It means you can eat a chick in the shell. Everyone agrees that you can't eat a, a chick that's inside the shell. Must be. And we said you can eat the chicken and the shell. We're just giving you a little exaggeration. Okay? So too, Hachanami by us also took Alhivima Kuzma. We're just telling you an exaggeration. We don't really mean to eat the mother with it. Right? Because of course you can be eaten with it. And the shell also, you're not eating the shell, just a, just a, a way of talking. Just repeating what you said. Just in different We're ways. showing you another case where the Gemara says a Guzma. Okay? okay? Says the Gemara. Itma we learned. Shabbat vi Yom Tov. Let's say I have Shabbat and Yom Tov right next to each other. Rav Amar, Noda Bezeh Asura Bezeh. If it's born on one day, an egg's laid on one day, it's a sewer on the next day. Rabbi Yochanan says, It's a big machok at Rav and Rabbi Yochanan. Remember the rabbis. Rav holds, if you have a back-to-back Shabbat and Yotov, and an egg is laid on one day, it's a sewer for both days. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, only one day, not the next day. Why? Let's assume that Rav holds that both Shabbat and Yotov have the same Kiddushah. And therefore, whatever's asur on one, it's considered one long day, and whatever's asur on one, it stays asur on the other one. How could that be? Rav didn't Rav say halacha karbazik and halacha is like the four old rabbis. And they all say that there's two separate holinesses on Shabbat and Yom Tov. Here we're talking about Rav's hachana. If you remember over there. There was an opinion of Rava who says it can't be prepared. Okay? Rav eat the Rava. Rav holds of Hachanad Rava. And therefore, he says, you can't eat an egg on Yom Tov that was prepared on Shabbat because it was prepared on Shabbat for Yom Tov. You're not allowed to eat it. Okay? Rav Yochanan let the Hachanad Rava. Okay? Kitanah like Lamachol Tanaim. No Dovah Shabbat Yom Tov. Yom Tov Chabbat Shabbat. Yudah Omer Shabbat Lezen. Adain Yimachloket. So that same machloket, whether between Rabbi Yehuda and Tanakama, is the machloket between Rav and Rabbi Yochanan. Okay? Here's the story. Rabbi Adarabba's um, hotel had eggs that were laid on Yom Tov for Shabbat. He came in front of Rabbi Adarabba. Amalan, he told him, Can I make an omelet today and eat it? It's Yom Tov after Shabbat. And can I make an omelet with the Shabbat laid eggs and eat them? Amalan, so he told him, You think that when Rav argues on Rabbi Yochanan, remember Rabbi Yochanan was the one who said it was allowed, right? So you think Rav and Rabbi Yochanan is like Rabbi Yochanan? No! I feel Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Yochanan only allowed you to eat it raw the next day. But on that day, he didn't 
let you even touch it. And therefore, since it was the, it was on Yom Tov for Shabbat, right? So this guy wanted to, what happened was Yom Tov was Friday and Shabbat was the next day. Now on Shabbat, you can't cook. If it's the other way around, Shabbat for Yom Tov, that's where Rabbi Yochanan had said that it was okay. But here, it was Yom Tov Shabbat. So the only thing you'd be able to do, you can't cook on Shabbat, for sure. Right. So the only thing you'd be able to do is cook it on Yom Tov. Don't eat it, because it's, it's Asur that day. And eat it, eat it on Shabbat. Eat the omelet later the next day on Shabbat. That's what you could have done. And that's what he was asking, if the, the, the hotel was asking if he could do that. Okay, so he told him, you, even if you go like a Yochanan, that's only the other way. But if it's this way, it's Muksay on Shabbat, you're not, on Yom Tov, you're not even allowed to touch it. And this is not allowed to touch it, you can't, you can't fry it. If you can't fry it, you can't eat the next day because you couldn't fry it. The only thing you're allowed to do is eat, is, is eat, it, raw eat it raw on Shabbat. Right. Okay. Good. Oh, this, this Vatanya Rashi says, is Binichuta. This Vatanya is not a question. Siyuta, it's a proof. Okay? Achat Whether the egg was laid on Shabbat, whether it's laid on Yom Tov, you can never move it. Not even to cover a keli, not to lean a bed on it. Okay. That's what we had. We had this right before, if you remember. Okay. Another story of her papa's hotel. Others say it wasn't his hotel, it was a different guy who came in front of her papa. There were eggs, they were laid on Shabbat for Yom Tov on Sunday. He came around Papa and he asked him, Can I eat them tomorrow on, on Yom Tov? Yom Tov on Sunday. He says, Go back and come back on Sunday and ask me. Shabbat, he was asking. He said, No, ask me tomorrow. The Rav Lo Muki Amora Aleh. Because Rav wouldn't place an Amora next to him, someone to explain his words next to him, on Yom Tov for the next day, because he was afraid that he might be drunk. And therefore, therefore, a Papa also was afraid that he might have drank too much on the holiday, and he didn't want to make a halacha and answer the question for the next day, that day. When he came the next day on Yom Tov to ask him if he could eat the egg, he told him, If, I, if you didn't wait till now, the army like I would have told you yesterday they're allowed, because Rav Yochanan, because we hold the like Rav Yochanan, Rav Yochanan allows these eggs. However, but Rav says, Hilchus Gavdei the Rav, Bahani Tlat Alcha is like Rav in these three cases. Ben the Kula, Ben the Chumra, and therefore we go like Rav in this case, even though usually we go like Rav Yochanan. But Rav held that there are three cases that we go like Rav against Rav Yochanan, and this is one of them. And therefore, no, we're not allowed to eat it. Amar Biochanan, what's Rabbi Yochanan's case? It seems Let's say you have wood that fell off a tree on Shabbat. So the wood's muksay on Shabbat. The next day, on Sunday, on Yom Tov, you can't put these wood in the fire because they fell off on Shabbat. Now, even Rabbi Yochanan says that. Rabbi Yochanan had allowed an egg that was born on Shabbat the next day. But he's not allowing the wood that fell off the next day. Why not? Don't ask the question, what do you mean, Rabbi Yochanan? What about Betzah? Don't say that. Why? My time, what's the reason why we're strict on the branches? Betzah mishum dibiyoma nami chazal goma. 
the egg that's born on Shabbat, you could have swallowed it if it wasn't for the Isu of Mukseh. But we don't let it till the next day. We don't let you swallow it on Shabbat. We make you wait till the next day to swallow it. So So people realized that it was Asur on Shabbat and it only became Mutan on Yom Tov. Right? Meaning, an egg, when it was laid on Shabbat, we could have let you drink it on Shabbat, in theory, if it wasn't Mukseh. A regular egg you could drink on Shabbat. Okay. This egg, we won't let you drink it. So the fact that we're not letting you drink it, when making you wait till the next day, shows you that it was Asur the first day and Mutah the second day. Okay? Just listen up. Etim, but wood, there's nothing to do with wood on Shabbat. When wood falls off a tree on Shabbat, there was nothing to do with it. So we weren't making it Asur. We, we didn't give any way to show you that the wood was Asur, was Mukseh on Shabbat. Right? There's two points. There's, there's the Mukseh point, and there's what you could do with it. So now, both eggs and wood are mukseh when they fall. Okay? And, they sh- and Rabbi Yochanan would allow them the next day. But he only actually allows the egg the next day and not the wood. Why not? Because Rabbi Yochanan, when he allows the egg, he's allowing because he already showed you that it was mukseh the first day. Because the egg could have been eaten the first day, and you have to wait to, to swallow it the next day. So we showed you something, and therefore we can allow you to to either swallow it or fry it on Yom Tov. But when it comes to wood, that there was nothing to do with the wood on Shabbat. You can't light it, you can't do anything on Shabbat. There's nothing to do with the wood on Shabbat. Nothing you can do with it. And therefore, we didn't show you anything. And that's why we have to make it as through the next day, because we have to show you the idea of mukseh. Okay? So, it seemed, which wasn't allowed on its day, if we allow you to use the wood the next day, people will say, on a regular Yom Tov, when it falls off, you're allowed to eat it. No one, you're allowed to use the wood. No one would know that, that when wood falls off on Yom Tov, it's Asur. Because this wood that fell off on Shabbat, they're going to think the reason why I didn't light on Shabbat is because you can't light wood. They're not going to know that there's an idea of Mokseh. And then the next Yom Tov, they're going to end up doing it. You with me? Good. It was Shabbat because you couldn't eat it. And therefore, they're going to end up using it next time. And that's why Rabbi Yochanan says, don't ask me a question from eggs to wood. Wood I'm strict on, eggs I'm leaning on. What if eggs fell, what if wood falls off a tree into the fire on Yom Tov? You're allowed to add extra wood on top of it to batil it, and then you can burn it all together. Where it says, How do you do? Because you have to you have to organize the wood. You're gonna be moving wood. That's mukseh. Where it says, Kevin Dirubatinu. Since it's mostly allowed wood, so you're moving the, the most. It goes by the roof. What it says, when you add extra wood, you're being vatel the isul lechatchila. Isul is allowed to get batel, but you're not allowed to add wood to make it batel on your own. How are you allowed to do that? We, I thought we learned that you're not allowed to batel isul lechatchila. What it says, that's only if it's asumed or right. So that's what we're doing. You're allowed to tell the chachila. What it says? Ulo Ravashi. Ulo Ravashi. What about according to Ravashi? Damar kol vashesh lo matiri. Avil benan lo matiri. Michael Lima. What about according to Ravashi? He says that anything that's going to be 
anything that's going to be mutar later, even the is not batel. So Mike, what do you say over here? This wood is going to be batel. Is going to be mutar after Yom Tov, and therefore it should be the Shishnamatinim. We should never be batel. How can you say you can add more to batel? It shouldn't ever get batel because it's going to be allowed later on. Hani mili when doesn't get patel hech the itali sorben when the isur is still here. Hacha miklekali isur here the isur is about to get burnt and therefore, therefore, it'll never go away. Okay, itma we learned shnei amim tovim shel galiot. Okay, here's a new thing. Now, hi Godfrey, how are you? Great, I'm great, I'm great, Rabbi, I'm great. Good. Shnei amim tovim shel galiot. If you have two. Days of of Yom in Galut, like we have now. Rav Amar Nolda Rav holds that the egg that's born on one day is mutar on another day. So until now, we're talking about Shabbat and Yom Tov back to back. That's even in Israel. Okay. Now we're getting a new thing. This is the only this halakha that Rav and and Rav Asi are arguing about is only in America or Bavel or in. Or in uh, Iran, okay. What? What? What's it, what did you say? Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Um, in Persia, Rav Amar Rav says what's born on this way is Mutar on the next day because it's two different days. And Rav says no, it's a sword on the next day. Okay. He says even in America, it's a sword just like Rav Yochanan had said in Israel, just like Rav had said in Israel. Mar says Lema Kasava Rav Asi. Let's assume the reason why Rav Asi says that it's Asur on the, on the next day is because he holds the two days are one big day of holiness. But how can it be? I thought Rav Asi would make Havdalah in between Yom Tov Rishon and Yom Tov Sheni. So you see, he doesn't hold it's one Kedushah. Why does he say that the egg that's born on the first day of Yom Tov is Asur Yom Tov Sheni Shilgaliot? It shouldn't be... He used to make Havdalah in between, so you must have held them the two different days. Mar says, no, Rav Asi held a really one Kedushah. Rav Asi, he wasn't sure what it was, whether it was one Kedushah or not. So he was strict on both things. So he was strict to make Havdalah in between, but he was also strict not to eat the egg. He's just being strict. Amar Rav Asi, it's logical that we go like Rav Asi, that's Asur on the next day of Yom Tov. Why? Because in the days of Rav Zera, even though they were still doing the Chodesh in Israel, okay, they were still doing the Chodesh in Israel, the, the, the new month was still being done in Israel, but the people in Bavel knew mathematically when they were going to call the day to be Yom Tov. And even though they did, they still do two days in Bavel, even though they could figure out which day it was. So obviously, Rav Asi is right, that's one Kedushah. Because otherwise, why would they be doing two days when they could figure out what day it is? Must be it's one Kedushah, that's it. Amar Abaya. Abaya has another opinion. Other way. So this one Kedushah means Cannot be the next day. Yes, it was one big Kiddushah. So the same Kiddushah that's on the first day is on the second day, and that's why it's Mustay. It's a sword. Okay. Amar Abai Abai says, no. Kavatei de Rav Mestav, which logical go like Rav. It's not because we learned. Rav, Rav, that it's Mutah the next day. Because we learned. 
Pari Shunah, this is talking about on Rosh Hashanah. So in Masech Rosh Hashanah it says that in the beginning, they used to, Masin Mosot used to have torches to tell everyone that the, which day became the Rosh Chodesh. When the Kutim used to try to mess us up on purpose, to mess us over, they used to send out messengers. And if the Kutim would be off the scene, what would we do? It sounds like they would have they would have torches again, and they'd have one day, right? And wherever the, the, the messages would go, it would be one day. So if there would be one day, then why shouldn't the, the, the egg be mutal the next day? Or this is another thing. Yeah. Okay. says now nowadays that we do know when Rosh Chodesh is because we have a calendar this is the next level already here there was already a calendar that Hillel made a whole calendar like we have now now that we have a calendar why do we have two days Yom Tov there's a famous question because they sent a message from Israel he said, Keep the custom of your fathers. Why? Because we're afraid that maybe one day the government will make a gezerah and you won't be able to learn Torah. And you'll forget when it was supposed to be the calendar. And you'll have a, if you have a one day yamtov, you'll be on the wrong day. And therefore, that's why nowadays we still have to keep two days of Yom Tov, even though we can figure out which is the right day. Okay, we're going to stop over here at the word Itmar. Shnei to Mishra Shana. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.